Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. At first, I just wanted to check in and see how how you're feeling and how you're doing. I'm doing fa- I'm doing fantastic, and and uh, it's not about kicking balls uh, in the authority or anything. The difference between them is one of them wears a five thousand dollar suit, but they're just as dangerous. And we need to make sure what is on the line in this race. Tell me. Who Apparently there's a whole Fed- there's a whole bunch of that and this is all post stroke stuff. So that's uh, Mr. Fetterman who's running for the Senate in Pennsylvania. John Fetterman, fifty three, had a stroke back in May and has done a lot of stumbling around talking since then, which is being highlighted by his opponent, Doctor Oz. Yes, Doctor Oz. That Doctor Oz hmm. is his opponent for the U.S. Senate. How do you feel before we get into this? How do you feel about the pointing out to the fact the guy uh, stumbling along and tying it to a stroke? You okay with that? You know, I'm uneasy with it. Um, I've, I've known stroke victims whose minds function perfectly except for the part of their brain that turns thoughts into words. Um, but Fetterman's campaign hasn't been very forthcoming about, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and, and I think if the guy actually has been incapacitated, that's a legitimate topic for the election. So we can leave that all aside anyway and look at the two gentlemen in question. Uh, I'm horrified at the idea that Dr. Oz could be a U.S. senator. But if I'm in Pennsylvania and I got a choice between Dr. Oz as the Republican who's going to vote for most of the things I like and this guy Fetterman, I'd probably vote for Dr. Oz. 
and go beyond holding my nose. I'd probably have to, like, do some heroin before <laughs> I could pull the lever for Dr. Oz, but... Well, I certainly am not going to buy any cream from him that he purports will melt my belly fat or anything like that. <laughs> but anyway, so I I thought of this yesterday. This George Will piece I'm about to run uh, read from came out weeks ago. But I was reminded of it when I was reading a piece yesterday from... I get the New Yorker and New York Magazine mixed up. I don't remember Everybody does. <laughs> and, and it doesn't matter, I don't suppose. Right. But they yeah. did a big cover story on Fetterman. And, uh, you know, the big, the big, really deep dive, many pages sort of story. And it was all about how he's under pressure from the evil Dr. Oz and how they're using his stroke against him. And here's a, a, a man's man, a working class guy just fighting for the good people. I mean, it was a wow. puff piece <laughs> among puff pieces. So I thought I would go back to the George Will column, which pointed out a little more of who this John Fetterman is, 53-year-old Democrat. I'll read a little from the column. Distilled to its populist essence, Fetterman's campaign theme is this. Oz's success as a cardiothoracic surgeon and television talk show host has made him wealthy. So unlike me, he is unable to relate to the toiling masses. For Fetterman, being a mayor was his only toiling. His only protracted employment in his life until 2019, and he shouldered the burden of being lieutenant governor from that point on. So he's been a mayor of a very small failing town, which you're about to hear about, and then lieutenant governor. The Philadelphia Inquirer reports that for a long stretch lasting well into his 40s, Fetterman's main source of income came from his parents, including $54,000 in 2015 alone. Well into his 40s. He's living off his parents into his mid-40s. I can't imagine that. No! And you're the working class guy? At age 22, I found that idea mortifying. You're the working class guy. As a mayor, from his mid-30s until he was 49, he earned $150 a month. In 2013, he paid his sister a dollar for a loft she purchased for $70,000. That's where he lived. His sister's loft. He was mayor of Braddock, Pennsylvania, population 1,700. It's near Pittsburgh from 2006 to 2019. I don't know what their laws are there, but apparently no term limits. He was the mayor of this tiny little town. The only job he had until he became lieutenant governor. First job of his life. I mean, what are the burdens of the mayor of a town of 1,700 people? The town's decay, population has declined, one-third of the remaining residents are in poverty, Resisted whatever ameliorative talents Fetterman acquired with his degree from Harvard's Kennedy School. (laughs) That is a great sentence if I didn't screw it up too much. The town resisted his talents that he acquired (laughs) at the Harvard School. So So he went to Harvard and did get a degree from a fancy university. He did do that, but he never had a job at all until he was 39 and would start getting minor salary from this tiny little town. Well, and it's uh, 150 bucks a month, you said? That's like a token payment. That's not a right. job. And, he, and he's paying nothing to live in his sister's loft, so that's how he affords to live. Right. Uh, George Will goes on. You'd be surprised, Dolly Parton once said, how much it costs to look cheap. Imagine how much thought goes into Fetterman's feigned thoughtlessness about his appearance. Six foot, eight inches, tattooed arms, shaved head, a goatee. His signature costume is a hoodie and shorts, even in winter. Perhaps even at parent-teacher meetings at his children's private school, he wears this outfit. Worth pointing out. Oh, yeah, uh, and I'm sure he's staunchly against school choice. His synthetic authenticity signals proletariat envy. A Bernie Sanders acolyte embarrassed by having uncalloused hands. <laughs> 
<laughs> in Breakfast at Tiffany's, Truman Capote's protagonist, Holly Golightly, is a phony, but a real phony, because she believes all this crap she believes. Fetterman is skittering away from inconvenient beliefs he has espoused. Releasing one-third of incarcerated Pennsylvanians would not make the state less safe, he once said. Fracking is risky. Vast natural gas reserves should remain locked in Pennsylvania's shale forever, says Fetterman. Fetterman does not like big things, corporations, campaign contributions, other than big government. He says our economy is a mess because of Washington, which his party controls, and he thinks the mess maker insufficiently permeates and regulates Americans' lives. That is really good. That is good, yeah. Yeah. Um, And it goes on throughout some more of his um, uh, positions. But the fact that this guy has gotten away with the whole, I wear a hoodie and have tattoos and have a shaved head, I'm like you, when he is... The least like you as an average working Pennsylvanian as you can get. A Harvard-educated Trustafarian. Yeah, right. please. Right, who went and did the mayor job at some tiny town so he could be in government. You know, but- it's it's a story about media bias, obviously. It's also a story about how it's silly so much of politics is. Right, he got launched to a high platform with his act, with his look. He crafted a look and pulled it off, and and in the modern media, nobody wanted to nobody nobody took the time to really look past the big tough guy scowling thing. Just uh, here's a working class dude who represents the little people, or they didn't want to look behind the scenes, and you know because they knew what they would find. You know, you have been mocking the uh, the slick five thousand dollars suit wearing candidate from New Hampshire, throwing on the barn coat at the Iowa State Fair and right. standing on a hay bale and saying y'all. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> I I think that works. I think they do it because it works. Oh, it should Look work. at him, honey. He's just like us. It shouldn't work. Oy. Well, how does this guy get away with it? I mean, obviously, media bias is a huge part of it. But come on. He's clearly a phony. Complete phony. Yeah. Which he probably has a fair amount of guilt about. He probably kind of wants to be that guy. He just it would require having a job and. That wouldn't be cool. He is so you like said the other day. He's a lot like Karl Marx, who had mm-hmm. a very similar lifestyle, out there fighting for the proletariat, living off of everybody else all the time, never having a job, borrowing that's, money from friends constantly. Yeah. But that's wild. Yeah, yeah. And George Will points out at one point in the article, well written, of course, that at least Doctor Oz had a job that <laughs> required some effort and skill. Well, I was just going to say, Oz is a quack, but he was good at it. You know, he was he was a cardiothoracic surgeon or whatever he was. Uh, he ran the department. Then he became this TV personality. He built this empire, highly suspect empire in my mind. But at least he did it. I mean, I picture him going into the Senate, and I'm not sure exactly what he's going to try to accomplish. But I think he's got a reasonable chance of accomplishing it. This freaking Trustafarian phony, and God bless him, I wish him nothing but you know a, a quick recovery from his stroke. But he's got that working against him, too? Come on. And the, the race is neck and neck? Yeah. It is neck and neck, and he got that big puff piece from the New Yorker or New York Magazine about how the evil laws is attacking him for having a stroke. A good, hard-working man like himself just representing the common person of Pennsylvania. He had a stroke. Could happen to anybody. Wow. Wow. What's so, how do Republicans win any elections ever? <laughs> I, can you imagine? So you go to Harvard, Kennedy School of Government, and then do nothing. 
I mean, for years. I can't even imagine what that feels like. What does that do to your soul doing nothing? And then you take the job. I, I'm from a tiny town. I know what the whole mayor gig is like. They mm. usually like rotate it around, and it's kind of a joke because it's not really anything. Somebody has to sign things now and then, but there's not really anything to it. It usually pays nothing. Um, it, it's, Sometimes there's a dog who does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And but so then he does that. At age almost 40, he did it. started at 39, I'll bet he thought, geez, I'm about to be 40, and I've never done anything. So I he becomes what mayor he of a- physically did with his time. Was he hunting and fishing or <laughs> skateboarding, judging by the looks of him, or, or what? What did he physically do? Well, how about the fact that nobody's nailed him down on that? You'd think that would be a major... Any, well, he hasn't done interviews and anything, like uh, George Will has pointed out, that he's, he's stayed pretty hidden. Um, and the media has allowed him, but that'd be the, that'd be question number one. What the hell did you do from age 22 to 39? Like, give well, me he went t- to grad school, so let's go 25 to 39. Okay. You, like, give me video a- games and porn? Did you smoke pot? Did you read books or what? What yeah. were you doing? Give me a typical Tuesday afternoon when you were, say, 34. What did you do that day? At least I know Dr. Oz was working hard to sell me placebos that would do nothing. But, it, you know, he put in a day's work. <laughs> Most of us just said that lifestyle is so unimaginable. Yeah, I know. I I know. My parents paying my way at age 39? It's just, it's mortifying. Clearly beyond that, he was making, what, $150 a year? $150 a year as the mayor. So obviously he was still getting supported well into his 40s. A year or a month? Whatever. Of course, $150 a month, you might as well. Yeah. yeah, It's nothing either way. So, and I assume he got a real salary when he became lieutenant governor. Which, as who was it pointed out the other day, he uh, going back over the records, he never showed up for. He didn't show up for the votes. He worked like five hours a week. He didn't do that job either. Yeah, yeah. Wow, how disqualifying a lifestyle uh, would he have to have to be disqualified? Exactly. I think. I I mean, that's outrageous. That's my question. Could you just lay in bed from age eighteen till forty, whatever? And then just decide, I want to be a U.S. senator. But if you were either a D or an R in an area where they like D's or R's, that'd be good enough. So he's mayor of a tiny town next to a different tiny town that's got a dog as mayor. (laughs) And he somehow becomes lieutenant governor. Well, Pennsylvania, check yourself. With his image. And uh, yet then doesn't show up and do any of the lieutenant governor stuff, which isn't very demanding anyway. Right, right. It's a no-show job, like he's a mobster. And he's and he might go to the U.S. Senate. That's just awful, awful. Boy, awful. our politics is screwed up. It oh, is man. bad. Uh, more on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. City, Travis Kelsey, one, two, three, four touchdown receptions. So, Chiefs beat the Raiders on Monday Night Football? Yeah, they were down 14 nothing at the beginning of the game, as I recall. It was a wild game. I did not see that, but I did see just like randomly through the Twitter feed, all of a sudden people complaining about a roughing the passer call, and everybody said the same thing. It was funny. Everybody did, might as well make it flag football. Put a skirt on a quarterback. Maybe we should just play flag football for F's sake. 
Um, there's another one. Uh, so that's always funny. That's always funny. If a quarterback doesn't get the hell beaten out of him, we've gotten too soft. <laughs> uh, this is supposed to be funny. I haven't heard it. This is a Spanish radio calling a, uh, a missed field goal. Amendola, levante el pie. Distancia. No, señor. No, señor. No, señor. No, señor. Falló. Amendola. <laughs> So he missed the field goal, you see. Oh, boy. No, senor. No, senor. No, senor. No, senor. No, senor. Si, senor. We need more of that out of our English-speaking announcers. I don't know. Do we? (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, uh, this one goes out to anybody who's ever been part of a family business. Uh, I worked my first job out of college. Actually, it was in college, then after college. It was for a family business. It was quite well run, very professional. Uh, the uh, the son, who was an executive, referred to his father as Richard, not by uh, dad or pop or anything like that. Hmm. Um, I think they were trying to keep the family dynamics cool. They were And they were smart about that. This is a story about uh, Ugandan or, president. Or, yes? or calling the boss dad just has a little, uh, a little oogie. Bit of a nepotism gone wild sort of thing, don't you think? I guess so, yeah. I think the fact that there wasn't any of that, maybe, what am I trying to say? The fact that they knew not to do that was proof that they probably would have been okay. I can see that. Anyway, uh, this is a story about Uganda's president, Yoweri Museveni, and uh, forgive me, Yoweri, if I'm mispronouncing your name. Uh, He's running a bit of a family business. His son... Utterly unpronounceable. It was the commander of Uganda's land forces. And he had to get rid of his son <clears throat> as the commander of the army because his son repeatedly threatened on Twitter to invade neighboring Kenya. <laughs> and the president kept telling him, stop saying we're going to invade our neighbor. Now, he was widely regarded as the de facto head of the military and his father's chosen successor. He said, oh, come on, there there are jokes. My comments were in jest. Now, this son, whose last name is Kainarugaba, I think, is outspoken on social media, frequently trading barbs with opposition figures and weighing into politics, despite his military role barring him from doing so. Mm. On Monday and Tuesday, he sent a series of provocative messages on Twitter, including proposing the unification of Kenya and Uganda and offering cows to marry Italy's likely next leader. (laughs) He finds the right-wingy new Italian uh, PM sexy, so he offered some cows. Wow. Um, And then he tweets, see if this sounds like a joke. It wouldn't take us, my army and me, two weeks to capture Nairobi, he said, referring to Kenya's capital. Union is a must. No honorable men can allow these artificial colonial borders anymore. If we are generation as men, these borders must fall. It doesn't. It's not a very good joke if it's a joke. Yeah. Kids today. That's what I'd say. Son, you got to twi- quit tweeting. You're not Elon Musk. Please stop. What happened at the L.A. City Council is getting national attention. I didn't know... Hispanics could be racist toward blacks. I didn't know that was a thing. It's unbelievable. Yeah, if you haven't heard this, and if you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. 
Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Now, this audio tells us about the deep divisions amongst the left of center leaders here in Los Angeles. Now, Nuri Martinez is the child of Mexican immigrants, but she says this about immigrants from the Mexican state of Oaxaca. She calls them short little dark people. And she says of the Cuban-American district attorney here in L.A., she says, F that guy. He's with the blacks. All righty, then. Rather than being aghast that some of these L.A. City Council members could be racist or have racial attitudes, I'm more of the line of thinking that, hey, America, look, it isn't just white people that can do this sort of thing. How about you quit acting like even brushing up against the least racial comment is a, a canceling offense for white people when this is just the way human beings seem to be built. I'm not excusing racism. I don't like it, but come on. Of now. course not. Yeah. Well, that's why the woke crowd, the critical theory folks, have to go with the ridiculous idea that, well, it's not racism unless you have the power. 
because otherwise they would have to explain away, you know, uh, uh, black attacks on Chinese people, uh, Mexican-Americans uh, resenting uh, black people, whatever. You know, anything. Chinese people hate Japanese people and vice versa in a lot of the world. Um, but anyway, uh, we're talking about the leaked audio there. The L.A. City Council uh, president, this uh, Nuri, what's a, uh, Nuri Martinez, who was talking to uh, a couple of other super heavyweight Hispanic politicians about dividing up power and the spoils in Los Angeles and redistricting and that sort of thing. Uh, let's see. What's that other clip? Um, uh, this is uh, Nuri Martinez talking about the black son of a gay co- uh, co-council member in 21. It's like black and brown on this float. And then there's this, this white guy with this little black kid who's misbehaved. The kid is bouncing off the effing walls on the floor, practically tipping it over. There's nothing you can do to control him. Why is it changuito? They're raising him like a little white kid, which I was like, this kid is a beat down. Like, let me, let me take him around the corner and then I'll bring him back. This kid needs a beat down. Let me bring him around the corner and I'll bring him back. You know, just just stupid stuff. Uh, facing backlash, Martinez apologized and stepped down as council president, but she didn't resign from the council. Oh, okay. And the remarks, she said, were made during a heated conversation last year about redrawing the boundaries of the 15 council districts. I've heard quite a bit of the tape. It wasn't heated at all. Doesn't sound like she a heated and Gar- Gil Garcetti and... Oh yeah, and uh, Councilman Kevin DeLeon and Gil Cedillo, uh they're just they're talking about uh, dividing the spoils in LA. It's perfectly so, Yeah, so how interesting it is that they uh when they think they're behind closed doors and nobody can hear them that they just riff like that racially in a way that I don't think any uh group of white people would think you could ever get away with. <laughs> In the right. modern world. And right. shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, I'm not for it. I, I, I sound like I'm for it. I'm not for it. It's just they're so comfortable clearly talking that way. I get the sense they talk that way all the time. You know, one of the classes I took in college was the uh, government and politics in Mexico. And uh, one of the, the things that I learned that kind of shocked me is how much racism there is in Mexico. Yeah. You're, you're light-skinned. Yep. I, uh, folks look down terribly on the indigenous-type people. I did not know that at all until I vacationed in Mexico City about 20 years ago. And, uh, and it became very clear that when I was in the nice areas of Mexico City... Everybody driving a Mercedes and wearing a suit and tie and carrying a briefcase was a very light-skinned Hispanic person. And everybody I'd been interacting with in all my trips to Mexico, like on vacations, had been a very dark-skinned person. And so there was clearly a different strata. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one more bit of journalism than the overarching comment to the lead story in the L.A. Times Racist leaked audio, corruption, city hall in chaos. L.A. politics faces a perilous moment. L.A. City Hall felt under siege the last few years. Three current or former city council members have been indicted or pleaded guilty to corruption charges. Former lawyers at the city attorney's office are facing prison time in a legal scandal. The former head of the Department of Water and Power is serving time for bribery. And Mayor Eric Garcetti hasn't left the office for a post in India that he's supposed to take because of allegations that the mayor's office covered up sexual harassment by a top aide. And then the secret audio recording of the racism and and the rest of it. Or, you know, certainly comments that are highly racially insensitive. To me, to us, we were talking about this earlier, the whole idea of BIPOC, 
black indigenous and people of color banding together. We're all together. We all think the same. Everything's the same as long as it's not white people. It's just so obviously, A, completely ignoring reality, and B, an effort to put all the poor, those poor people in the same ideological pen and make sure they never think for themselves. It's just, yeah. it's so dopey. It is, uh, it is uncool because I've always thought, what a, what a liberty we white people have that if you have a group of white people, you don't have the slightest idea where their politics are. They might be the rightest of the right, the left is the left, no idea, and everything in between. You get to just be what you want to be as a white person, but for various uh, racial groups, there's an expectation that you have certain political beliefs. Well, right, yeah. If there's white privilege, it's that you get to think for yourself. Kind of people expect it, which is why I always go nuts when we're talking about this. I find it incredibly insulting to insist all black people think the same and vote the same. God, it's dehumanizing. Hispanic people have had enough. They're rushing across the aisle to the Republican Party. I think when they get there, they might be a little disappointed um, just because of late. The Republican Party's decent at getting elected, but once they get elected, they don't get much done. Although just not spending more trillions of dollars on ridiculous utopian schemes and funding, you know, technologies that, that will never, for instance, you know, get us off fossil fuels. Just not having that happen is probably enough. But anyway, um, I, these these people are are they they try to portray themselves as uh, honorable crusaders for racial justice, and they're not at all. They're the opposite. So please wake up. Uh, I do think it's interesting that. Um, NPR went pretty big on it as I was driving to work, and then a little bit ago I had to run out to get something to my car, and it was still on NPR, and they were still talking about it or talking about it again. So it's getting a lot of traction, the the language coming out of the L.A. City Council and how disturbing it is. So, Yeah, you know, it's interesting because if they had said utterly horrific things about uh, white people... Um white council members, whatever, it wouldn't get any attention whatsoever. It ha- There happens to be a young black boy involved, <clears throat> and they're talking about, you know, dividing up the city again, and uh, they say, F uh, George Giscone, he's with the blacks. Um, you know, obviously, that's, that's an interesting thing to say, but, you know, they want a world in which people are penned off according to their skin color. Uh, ideologically, and so, yeah, okay, if they perceive George Giscone as being with Team Black, um, and, and the Democratic Party works all day long to keep Team Black together, it's not that crazy a thing to say, no, he's with the Blacks, because we're talking about power. Um, but yeah, it, this would be getting no attention, except that there are Black people on the receiving end of it. Quick word from our friends and good sponsors, uh, HelloFresh. You know, Hello Fresh. I'll tell you this. Judy and I, the classic couple, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want? I don't know. What do you want? I don't know. What's thawed? Nothing. Hmm. What sounds good? I don't know. What sounds good to you? Now. Every day. Yesterday, we got our HelloFresh shipment. Balsamic rosemary pork chops with garlic toast and green beans. Southwest shrimp tacos with pico de gallo and hot sauce crema and spicy Peruvian chicken with loaded rice, pickled jalapeno and creamy salsa verde. That's what we're having this week. Yes. I can't even say most of those words. From pumpkin spice to apple cider, fall is the tastiest time of the year. 
HelloFresh makes it deliciously easy to savor all the season has to offer with mouth-watering recipes delivered right to your door. So treat yourself to gourmet meals, pick up cooking skills along the way. There's baking stuff you can do with your kids, and it just eliminates the what are we going to have for dinner conundrum. HelloFresh, actually 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. Sign up today for 65% off plus free shipping with the code Armstrong65 at HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong65. You can cancel any time, by the way. HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong65. So, um, I keep looking up at the television and seeing uh, destroyed stuff in Ukraine, and it's pretty disturbing. Sure glad I don't have a missile coming down on my head today. But did you see the playground that got blown up? Horrible thing. Oh, yeah, terrible, terrible. Uh, pretty good um, video for the Ukrainians to be able to put on television because it's very clear what's going on there. You see playground equipment all mangled up and uh, holes in the ground. That's that's yeah. a pretty good visual right there. Yeah, yeah, just awful, though. God, I'd say. What an awful story. Hey, got this email commenting on the uh, John Fetterman's A Big Giant Phony story mm-hmm. we were doing. Guys, it's the American dream. Not having a job leads to becoming a U.S. senator only in America. I never heard of this guy tell a 60-minute story with no mention of his real story. I think his life story could only be told by Adam Sandler, where a total slacker becomes a somebody. <laughs> That's right. I think I remember the Fetterman piece on 60 Minutes from a long time ago. And no, they didn't, they didn't get into any of that. It, this is what you got to do, man. If you're, if you're on the younger side, of course, the younger side, we elect people when they're in their 80s. Whatever age you are now. Uh, craft a persona. The, the reality of your life doesn't make any difference. Craft a persona, whichever you think would get you elected, and just go with it. You know, we got a note from uh, Al Anonymous, uh, the guy uh, who's mayor of his town now, crafted this entire Duck Dynasty-style persona with the gun and the beard and the American flag bandana and the standing next to a cutout of Trump and the rest of it. And he's uh, working his way toward the state house. Yeah, have a persona. Nobody's going to dig into whether or not it matches up with the reality of your life, obviously. Right, right. Uh, it's it's a lot like show business music, you know. you got to have a, a hook, a persona, so people, oh, they're the band that X or whatever, or, or she's the chick who does whatever. You know, you close your eyes, it's meaningless to the music, but that's the hook. I, I don't follow races from other states usually. Um, I, I don't I don't like the idea of being obsessed with politics and it being our sport, but I think I will watch that one debate they're going to have between Oz and Fetterman after, geez, two-thirds of the votes have been cast. But because Fetterman's going to lay out a string of, of, of sketchy things Oz has promoted over the years as a doctor. <laughs> and Oz, I assume, is going to ha- be loaded for... You've never had a job, you big phony working class nobody. Hmm. Standing up for the good, hardworking people. You went to Harvard, then laid around and let your parents pay for everything. Because actual working people hate that sort of person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they resent them. Um, they, we, uh, and the stroke thing. That's going to be interesting. Can Oz? I would stay away from that completely if it were me. Yeah, I don't know. I'd lean on the you've never you've never done anything. You're a trustafari and you're a f- complete phony. Of course, Doctor Oz called somebody a phony. That's a tough one. Well, you know, you got to get that first punch in. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe he rephrases that. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that is just what a crazy race. Yeah, 
Yeah. And you got Herschel Walker and his whole abortion shouldn't ever be legal ever unless it's my girlfriend's stance. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So there's been some inconsistency. Who among us right. hasn't been inconsistent in our lives? Sure, exactly. Uh, we've got more on the way. Variety things. Stay with us. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Postal Service announced that it wants to raise stamp prices from 60 to 63 cents. Based on the number of people who still write letters, that could create up to $10 in new revenue. <laughs> Did he say a stamp is 60 cents? Yeah, 60 to 63. Is a stamp is 60 cents? When did that Boy, happen? I had to miss that one. I, I don't have the missed, slightest idea. <laughs> I missed that by like 50 cents, I think. If you'd asked me what a stamp is, I think I would have guessed... 25? I don't know. No, really? Boy, I thought I was out of touch. When I buy stamps, I just buy the booklet and I stick my card in. I don't have any idea what they are. They are what they are. Listen to the elitist. He's so wealthy, he doesn't know how much a stamp is. What What am I going to do? Not get the stamps? Drive the letter to where I'm taking it because the stamp is too expensive? (laughs) I just pay whatever they charge. 
And I get the forever stamp, so... Right. Yeah. So when I run out, I go buy more forever stamps. Wow, I had no idea a stamp was 63 cents. But Fallon's right. Every time I need a stamp, it's like a stamp. What the hell? Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm out back churning butter. <laughs> right. Why can't I just go to the store and buy some? Hey, kids, let me put leeches on your feet, and I'll go get a stamp. What the hell? What is this? The olden days? Judy and I dealt with a law firm not long ago that couldn't accept, like, an email attachment. It had to be faxed. Oh, my God. I was like, are you serious? Yeah. Why don't I get on my horse and ride it over? Well, I deal with lots of lawyers right now, currently in my life. Like, I think I am paying six different lawyers right now. No. Yeah. But are you trying to take over Twitter? No, I'm getting divorced (sighs) in California. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, and some of them, the only way to pay is uh, there's no Venmo, there's no credit card, there's no you got to get a, get a check and put it in an envelope with an address and a stamp. <laughs> and a it just 63 seemed, cent stamp. It just exactly. seems so old timey to me. So speaking of old timey, it's a throwback Tuesday. How about a COVID update, believe it or not? I have a handful of stories. Number one, the numbers are low and dropping <clears throat> in the United States. Uh, also, nobody's getting the, the latest booster. Nobody wants it. Except folks who are older, immune compromised, or, or high risk, um, and yet there's still several colleges, quite a few colleges, that are insisting that the young kids wear masks in the schools. It's idiotic. Uh, a handful of stories quickly. China's zero COVID pursuit causes mayhem. A part of, uh, I'm sorry, ahead of party conclave, <clears throat> and they're talking about. Um, China is facing its largest flare-up of COVID in a month, just as Xi Jinping is saying zero COVID is working, and so they're going crazy, locking down regions and cities, mandating tests and quarantines, disrupting life. People are running out of food and medicine again, and it still is kicking around. So they're still trying to do that in China. Uh, What was the other one I had for you? Oh, I found this so interesting. We got this note, a a funny note from uh, Z who was uh, facetiously outraged that we were uh, mocking ge- geography majors and what they do and what <laughs> right. the, you know what their usefulness is um and it's very funny thanks for the note but he also reminds us that he used something called um what did he call it uh he was a geoint analyst and showed us a temporal analysis with satellite imagery of Wuhan that showed beyond a doubt COVID started in August or September of 2019 because the traffic to all the hospitals in Wuhan picked up dramatically then. Mm. So I thought that was really interesting, and he sent a link to an article in the Daily Telegraph that points out that experts have now figured out that China began stockpiling PPE, personal protective equipment, masks and gowns and gloves and such, during that same period. PPE exports to America fell by approximately 50% between August and September. That same period Zach was talking about, Zach the uh, geographer. So August of 2019. Yeah, either August or September. Yeah, exactly, of 2019. Experts said that China began to buy global PPE stocks from Australia, Europe, and the USA around the same period. Wow, so that's a full, like, five months before it was on our radar. Yeah, yeah. So, never forget, thanks, China. And, of course, they promised and never delivered samples and uh, uh, impeded the investigation at every turn, et cetera, et cetera. I just don't forget. 
I'll never Chinese asshole. I'll never forget that I got a C in geography in college, even though I like geography, but we didn't do any of the geography I enjoy. I remember a long stretch of having to memorize the kinds of grasses in various parts of the United States, and I just couldn't make myself give a crap. Wow. That sounds like a sucky class. It was. It was one of those things where they take something that could be incredibly interesting and valuable and turn yeah. it into a death march. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's that's a real achievement to make geography uninteresting. Right. Oh, my God. Memorizing the grasses. And I just thought, Ugh. I'm not doing this. You hear about the Zoysia? <laughs> you know about the Zoysia? And, and that C is on my permanent record to this day. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.